On the Wake Up Radio presents The Hour. You must remember, the enemy has only images and illusions behind which he hides his true motives. Destroy the image and it will break the enemy. The it that you refer to is a powerful weapon. What is hypnotized? It's a story we tell ourselves. And every story needs a beginning. Your imagined suffering makes you lifelike. Lifelike, but not alive. Pain only exists in the mind. It's always imagined. So what's the difference between my pain and yours? Between you and me? To find a solution to a problem with answer, you already know. The I'm just honored. I'm, you know, I'm honored and appreciate uh, appreciative of being, of having this opportunity to be on on the Wake Up Radio. Uh, we go back, uh, so we go back like Stevie Wonder, Cornrows. Yo, you know what? I... <laughs> Why you do that? That ain't right. <laughs> um, okay, let me um. Let me go off Stevie Wonder. So right now we're in January and we just came off the steam of Martin Luther King's birthday. And I wanted to ask, did you know that Martin Luther King's birth, uh, uh, Martin Luther King's holiday was brought to us by Stevie Wonder? Not when he sang the happy birthday song. Correct. Yes, ma'am. And so, you know, and Stevie Wonder did the impossible, which is take a song that we all know and then change it, uh, which is the happy birthday song. And that original, well, not the original, the Stevie Wonder remake uh, was dedicated to Martin Luther King. And he led through the, the popularity of that song and his genius and his popularity as an artist as well, of course, he was able to influence the government to recognize Martin Luther King's birthday as a national holiday. So, uh, you know, that's just a little tidbit for Martin Luther King. I'm sorry, for Stevie Wonder. Um, but I wanted to also take a, a moment to kind of talk about Martin Luther King's birthday since we kind of segued into that. I've been, I was really mad at this birthday, at this particular Martin Luther King holiday because these Americans do everything they can not to celebrate our holidays. So uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but everybody celebrated Betty White's 100th birthday, which was on Martin Luther King's holiday. And they kind of, they, they did a parade kind of to overshadow Martin Luther King. And I'm like, y'all, y'all so petty. I don't know. Talk black to me. What do you think? <laughs> I, I totally I totally agree. It's like uh, being um, kind of like uh, switched out for the Quaker Oats dude. That part. Jeez. You know, and I'm like Betty White, you know, and let me just harp on on Betty White. I guess number one for the obvious, she's European. Um, but for me, it's a little bit bigger than that. It's kind of not. I, 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 you know, that's a, that's that, yeah, that's crossing the line. But, um, Betty, what is Be Betty White? Isn't famous with all due respect 
for anything in real life. Everything you know about Betty White came after an action. And everything you know about Betty White stopped at and cut. Now, I'm not saying Martin Luther King was perfect or he won't sleeping around or whatever little dirt people want to throw on his name. But Martin Luther King was famous for being in the streets. He was in the street. Al Sharpton over there on CNN News, Jesse Jackson on podiums and these other safe places. Martin Luther King was in AJ getting his ass whipped um, in the streets against dogs and hoses. Like, you know, when we say boots on the ground, Martin Luther King was very much boots on the ground. With all due respect, Betty White was not boots on the ground. Betty White was a golden girl. Um, you know, the reality is she, be, she has her talent, but Betty White came up um, uh, on a casting couch. You know what they got to do? You know what girls like Betty back, back then with that pink, uh, I'm sorry, with that uh, yellow Furby? You know what she had to do on a casting couch to get where she, Martin Luther King had to go through the struggle. Old girl, she had to, you know, turn some tricks. Are you, you know what? You've got the part. <laughs> you know, um, because every, I don't know if you had, I don't know if you watched Go Golden Girls growing up, but I watched Golden Girls. I loved Golden Girls. I say this as a joke. I used to want to be a Golden Girl. That's a joke. <laughs> well, here's my thing. I, I did too. And I don't think we watched it because we watched it because our, our, our parents watched it, right? So like if the Cosby show came on or Knox Landon or Dynasty, it was on and we watched it. And so I just said to myself, that would be a nice nursing home to go to when I get old. You know, um, and I have to agree with you 1 million percent. Um, and it was kind of you know, living that part of that life and like, wow, that's the way I want to live it. Um, and it was funny because based off the character, you would have thought Blanche was the one jumping off, not knowing it was Betty, full throttle, three, six mafia up on the up, like corn on the guy. <laughs> Y'all thought it was Blanche. Y'all better put some respect on her name. Shoot, but uh, please. No, I was going to say, um, it's crazy how a lot of times people watch uh, TV and they think it's real. Or even reality TV, because reality TV is not real. It's all scripted. This is why you can watch Love and Hip Hop and never really hear the, the song they're playing on the show on the radio, which is, right? And then it, it kind of transcends into what social media has become, which is a puppy dog show type of thing. You know, nothing is real. Nothing is as it seems, right? Someone will sit there, they'll, they'll have all this money and the cars and the hoes. And then when the phone or the camera cuts off, they don't have none of that shit. The money's not real. The car's not real. They just happened. Somebody just happened to pull up so the car was there. The hoe was just trying to get in, but she's not even a good hoe because she's living in a shelter. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. It's really the Wizard of Oz with the smoke and the mirrors. What it looks like on the internet or social media, what have you, 
is so far removed from the reality. It's not even funny. It's 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 when you go, we're going to see the we're off to see the wizard, the wonder you go to see the wizard. It's this really big castle and the doors look like it's made for a giant. You who go and you, you open the doors and uh, uh, the wizards start barking on you. Who goes there? Like, oh, oh, shit. You know, he's a big green dude with a big head. Look like Yakub. Um, and it turns out once the smoke and the mirrors clear, you're like, hold on. This is that's just a little dude, you know, Um no, and then just as you were, as you were saying, nothing is as it appears. If I if I can just break down the science of that, we're dealing with the word image, because remember, Sprite told us back in the day, image is everything. We're seeing these images uh, in terms of media, and if you look at the word image, I M A G E. Now I'm going to take that E off. You're going to see the word magic. M-A-G-I-C, magic, image. You know, a, a, a lot of this stuff that you call ma magic is just uh, sleight of hand. They're playing with the images and they're doing things and, you know, watch, you know, watch the hands, you know, three card Monty. It's all, you know, um, and that's, that's, that, that's what it's built on now. You know, it's, it's, it's a house of cards. Facts, facts. Uh, hmm. Now I wanted to ask you, how did you become Crumb TV? What was it? And we talked about this many moons ago, but how did you go, I'm going to do this? Because I, I want people to know who you are. Because I don't think people understand who you are. Yeah, I I remember one day I came, I was on, you know, we, we all started on, well, actually, I'm 39. I'll be 40 this year. Uh, I didn't I didn't I didn't grow up with a phone or a computer. Uh, I think I got my first phone. I was 18, almost 20. The babies have phones now. I didn't get my first phone like the I'm sorry, computer. Only only access to a computer we had was at the library at the school. And uh, I remember I got my first computer and I was like going to college. Like It was like, oh, my God, you got a like a computer. Like even the laptops back then was kind of, you know, them just was a little bit thick. Uh, so I didn't, you know, when we first got on the Internet, it was MySpace. You know, it was like different little chat rooms and, you know, it was it was kind of nerdy then. But once the MySpace social, social media platform started really growing, um, you know, I was just like everybody else. I was on MySpace and platforms like that. I really didn't say nothing because I really wasn't woke. I didn't have, I didn't, I, I really didn't have anything to say. And uh, I remember getting on Facebook after I started becoming a little bit more aware of what was going on. And when I got on Facebook, I just started asking questions, experiencing uh, a response similar to what I had gotten from church. And I remember being in 12 in church, very innocent. And I would just ask questions, not trying to decode the Bible or prove there's not a God. I'm just a 12 year old. Like, why we got a big, ass, you know, because we was an all black church. Why we got a big ass picture of like a white dude back there? Like, like what's really good? You know, just, of course, not like that. But, um, you know, in, in a very like, you know, because I was a little bit insecure, just trying to figure things out, being to be a part of the group more so than oppose anything so you know asking questions and then they be like ah 
and I was really shocked to get that response because, you know, I'm, I'm a kid at that time. So uh, when I got on the Facebook coming into consciousness, I remember relapsing and having that same experience on unconscious side of things where people just weren't open and willing to share and to explain. Like if you ask somebody to explain something, they'll get mad. What, what do you mean explain? You just do like, listen. Uh, okay, fine. So, um, I, you know, I don't subscribe to Gandhi or nothing like that. I think he's a, a, a racist and a poor example of whatever. But um, I think it was Gandhi who said something to the effect of be the change you want to see or one of something like that. And, you know, versus me crying, oh, we don't have this in the community. There's a gap that needs to be filled and I'm going to fill it. So I just got on the Internet and, um, I, you know, no matter of fact, because when I ask the question, go do the research. You know what, motherfucker? I'm going to go do the research. And when I come back from doing the research, I'm going to share with everybody what you didn't share. Because in the back of my mind, just maybe, I think you didn't do the research and you don't know. That's why you're responding in such a manner. And this person who, you know, let me say this. If, 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 if nobody's connecting the dots. For me, somebody, you know, they gave me a negative experience and versus me passing on something negative, I'm like, you know, the best revenge is living well. So I said, all right, I'm going to do my research. And I did the research and I shared the information. And, uh, you know, this was before I was savvy with anything. I was just writing, just taking notes. Uh YouTube for a lot of people is entertainment. YouTube for me is YouTube University. Because when I go on you, I don't know what other people be doing on YouTube, watching funny cat videos or whatever the case may be. But I, when I go on YouTube, I'm on YouTube University. I'm, I'm digging in, researching, cross-researching, reading articles, uh, going into books, Encyclopedia Britannica, whatever the case may be uh, uh, in, in terms of sources. So, you know, when I come back, I'm coming back swinging. And and uh, that's what I did. My first couple of videos, this is back when live first came out. Live was already, for those who may not know, YouTube popped off after the Super Bowl where Tim Justin Timberlake pulled out Janet Jackson's breast. I'm tired of folks talking about wardrobe malfunction. Why y'all giving that little, little Richie Rich Tamahu, that, 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 that little flugel rod, that troglodyte, why are you giving him a pass? He took that melanated woman's breast out of her brassiere. And y'all going to call it a daggone wardrobe malfunction? That's disrespect to the melanated woman. He did that at a Super Bowl in front of everybody. That was a humiliation ritual. Well, that is what launched YouTube. They put that video on YouTube, and that's how YouTube got big. I was on Facebook because remember Facebook kind of birth. Um, I'm sorry, MySpace was the was the progenitor to Facebook. A lot of us started on MySpace and we kind of went to Facebook um, and never to see MySpace again. So I was just kind of on MySpace, and then MySpace had just come out with the live function, and it was very glitchy. We blamed it on the government, the CIA. I don't know, uh, but. Um, or, or the FBI. And it's funny because Facebook came out with Instagram. So FBI, Facebook, Instagram, I'm right, it's FBI. But Instagram wasn't even out at that time. 
they first launched lives and it was just it was just a coinky dink i guess when when live first came out fight videos was big uh uh taliban was going live from the damn cave so with a strong signal bro how the hell y'all in damn butt fuck iraq in a fucking cave going live on facebook strong signal I go live on Facebook, start talking some black revolutionary shit. <laughs> Poor connection. <laughs> Can I tell you, I'm dying of laughter inside because I think about how many people come and do shows and I'm like, um, I'm going to have to chop away because I couldn't figure out what you were trying to say. And they're like, I got a hotspot. I got Wi-Fi. I'm like, yeah, let it make sense. Up in the mountains in the cave. The best signal ever. So I guess we all got to move to the motherfucking cave then. <laughs> so, you know, I don't, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but everybody was like, you need to go to YouTube. You need to go to YouTube. <sighs> all right, I'm going to go to YouTube. I went to YouTube and, you know, YouTube is geared more towards videos, which Facebook wasn't uh, at the time. And, um, you know, my videos went viral on Facebook. My videos went viral on YouTube, but you know, I gotta be honest, my videos go viral everywhere. Um, I just got on TikTok. I, I, my videos are going viral on TikTok. Um, it's, it's just, you know, I had videos go viral on Instagram. Um, you know, my stuff is just sometimes it can be salacious, sometimes it can be insightful in a negative way. Uh, you know, sometimes it can be just freaking hilarious. Um, other times it's just unbelievable. And that's what I've kind of dedicated my life to. Well, my career, just learning and uncovering information because like for real, like the reason I am where I'm at, I always say this in the beginning, uh, it's like revenge of the nerds back in the day. I was a nerd and like, ah, shut up without all the information. Now I go on the internet. Oh, information. Like, you know, this is the age of information. It's the Aquarian age. And I'm just, you know, really riding that wave where people are, you know, we're, we're making learning fun again. And that's basically what Crumb TV is about. So you're listening to The Hour with Cindy Ashby. Our guest is Crumb Snatcher. Uh, sign up for otwtube.com. We got our own, our own, and I don't mean our own with a website. We got our own servers. Can't nobody take me down. Do you get what I'm saying? This shit where they like to, and that, you know, when you were talking about, you know, going and going viral and, 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 you know, getting your stuff out there. Now you can have your shit up, go to sleep, wake up and all your shit be gone. And guess what? Who you, who you going to call? You can't call Ghostbusters. You, and you can be mad, but you got to start over again. And it's funny because I couldn't find you on Instagram. Did they take you off? Did you switch your name? They did you dirty, didn't they? Yeah, I was at like twenty five thousand, and like, and I, I should have known I was about to get taken down. I had like maybe three viral videos all at the same time, and one of them was defining sex. So I said, and and I, I would assume it shouldn't even be an argument, but I said. The only thing that is sex in real life is when a penis penetrates a vagina. 
That's sex and everything else is not. Anything you, else is not. You upset you upset whatever is behind the that thing over there. You really upset somebody when you oh, did that. Oh my, they came out the woodworks. No. And and, and and you know, within the video, I went so deep into how cockamamie these ideas are that I, I said. If she can't get pregnant, it's not sex. You know, I said the children are so lost as to what sex is. The scene could very much play out like this. You ever heard of sexting? S-E-X-T-I-N-G. Mm -hmm. This is sexting. It's a form of sex. So now uh, little Johnny done texted a picture of his little wang to Cindy. Now Cindy thinks she's not a virgin no more. I'm not a virgin anymore, mom. What? What happened? Look, he texted me a picture of his wang. Oh, baby. Oh, I, 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 I see the confusion. No, that's, that's, that's not sex. Uh, now let's talk about Johnny because he's confused too. Ugh, I'm not a virgin anymore, mom. What happened? Uh, you know, me and uh, Cindy, Cindy, but she's never been here before. No, not the real Cindy, my blow up doll. Oh, Johnny, just because you penetrated a blow up doll doesn't mean you've lost your virginity. That's only something you can experience with a girl, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, these these different things that are considered forms of sex. Um, so now you have anal. Anal is not sex. I'm sorry, folks. No, it's painful. Um, Painal. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, I, I was just looking at There's 64 terms that describe gender identity and expressions. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where I often have said to people, what people do in that bedroom is their business. Yeah. What you do behind closed doors is your business. My thing is when it comes to the children, why should a five-year-old, four-year-old, three, do you get what I'm saying? One digit, even puberty, why should they know these things? Why should someone in drag be telling the children to twerk and do you get what I'm saying? Like, you, you, I understand school is a business. The children know this. Uh, school is also, you know, it's indoctrination all day long. I get it right? It's his story. It's not really, it's what they came up with. And that's what we're going with. Cause that's just get the answers right on the test. <laughs> right. Christopher Columbus discovered America yet Apache was here. Do you get what I'm saying? It's almost well, like it's everything's asked backwards, caught before horse type shit. And so whether it's sexuality, whether it's uh, being revolutionary, I'm talking about being copper colored or indigenous or you know, just even asking questions is a problem. I, I hear there's a law, one of the governors, I don't know if it's in Florida or Texas, I think it's Florida. He wants to ban talking about black history, anything. I said, who the fuck, like, isn't there like, I'm in New York. So, you know, there's Irish day, there's Italian day, there's this day, there's Cinco de Mayo, this every other day. But then when it's time for us to talk about us, it's like, no, 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 no. Hush now, hush now. Let's not talk about you. No, not those who built it. 
Don't do that. I think that's very interesting because we as Black people, we don't have a identity. You know, right now we're Black, but before we were, um, I'm trying to think, what were we? We were a Negro. Before Negro, we were colored. Um, you know, before colored, we were slaves. And uh, Jesse Jackson called us African-Americans. Well, I don't know if you know this or not, but we're not black anymore. Have you heard people say that? Yeah, I have. And yeah. I've, I've asked questions. I've asked the elders because I'm confused. My apologies, not to cut your wisdom. I just wanted to kind of add value to let you know that the term has officially changed now. We are no longer black. We're no longer Negro. We're no longer colored. We are BIPOC. Did you get the memo, sis? I missed this meeting. <laughs> okay, I'm being funny. I'm being funny right now. This is this is this is not true, folks. For the listening audience, this is not true. You know who held the meeting, right? Was it the Klan or uh, who? It was Joe Biden. Joe Biden, remember, he, he was the one issuing black cards. If you don't vote for him, you're not black no more. Joe Biden was passing out black cards. He Joe Biden was determining who was black or not. If you voted for him, you was black. If not, you're not black no more. He had that power, right? So now, uh, apparently, Joe Biden and the leading authorities have determined that <clears throat> we're not black anymore. We should be called BIPOC. Could you read this for me, sis? Do you mind? Yes, the acronym BIPOC refers to Black, Indigenous, and other people of color and aims to emphasize the historic oppression of Black and Indigenous people. Thank you, Wikipedia. Now, um, just to be fair, I chose Wikipedia. Uh, if I scroll, if you, if, if, if the listen, if the viewing audience can see this, uh, I typed in BIPOC <clears throat> wiki. I did that on purpose. But if you just type in BIPOC, the first thing that's going to come up is the BIPOCproject.org, Vox.com, CBS News, Healthline, Merriam-Webster. Wow. Uh, NY Times. You know, big name uh, uh, sources. So I don't want the family to think when I say BIPOC, this is some random thing on Black Twitter. No, this is the new standard on the application. You're going to have white, BIPOC, you know, <laughs> choose, choose the 184 genders, different. <laughs> we got the whole gambit, sis. The whole gambit. <laughs> I cannot with this. I don't even, they're not even people. What are they? Have you come across that research yet? Have you figured what we're up against? Because we're always saying they, they, they. Who are they? Right. That's a good question. I see you searching your mind because you're, you, you're, you're like, well, I don't know who's they because I would have gone to the house and set it on fire already. Uh, who, who is they? Well, um... You know, I'll, I'll, I'll say it, you know, but this, you know, this type of talk may threaten the platform because this is, this is something that is going far and deep. Have you heard of ADL? Oh, yes. Go ahead. So um, ADL stands for Anti-Defamation League. 
and it is for the protection of a certain group of people. The family is going to have to go do the research themselves. I'm not going to say it just out of respect for the platform, but um, I just recently went on that platform and uh, it, it blew my mind. Um, I, and I got there by accident. I didn't just intentionally go to ADL.com or .org or whatever it is. But um, I, 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 I was doing my research on Hebrew Israelites and it took me to ADL. Every single, because, you know, you got different uh, um, denominations of Christianity, you know, which is, you know, uh, Seventh-day Adventist, Southern Baptist, Apostle, Mormon, Jehovah Witness. Y'all know the gangs. Y'all know all the gang signs and all the gang colors and so on and so forth. You know, all the boys in blue. What, 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 the Crips? No, the police. <laughs> but anyway, uh, st sticking to the religion part. So you, you got these different denominations. Um, and the same thing with, um, even with the Jewish community, you have uh, secular, orthodox, so on and so forth. So now um, all to the listening audience, I would like to ask, do you know how much all is? All of the denominations of Hebrew lights, Israelites, excuse me, are listed on the ADL website as hate groups. And I was like, wow, all of them? They're all hate like every last one of them are hate groups. I said, geez, Louise. Uh, you know, that's just like a just that's like a group of people coming and saying NAACP is a hate group. Wow. BIPOC is a hate group. Really? You know, and, you know, these people have come on record, you know, and um, I know a lot of good brothers, good brothers, you know, have cleaned up. And, and, and this is the thing. We could easily say Christian Christians or, you know, let's go with Islam. We could easily say Islam is a hate group. Anybody, you know, who is of Arab descent, who practices anything associated with, you know, uh, the Muslim faith, oh, that's a hate group. You know, we're like, no, certain sects, certain denominations, all Christians knock on the doors. No, not all Christians. It's just the certain denominations of Christians who, yeah, they will knock on your door. We we know you're in there. Oh, Turn, turn the TV down. Turn the TV down. You know, we we know there's a certain denomination of Christians. You know, even even with the Mormons. Oh, those those, those Christians they, they they do polygamy. No, no, well, you know, there's a denomination that does that, but no, not all of us. So now, when you say all Muslims are a hate group, like wow, not all Muslims are doing the jihad or the the bombs or whatever the case may be. Um, but they said all. Of the Hebrew Israelites, every last every last denomination is a hate group, and they went on, on on record, you know, and you know that that's the equivalent to say every every person in the conscious community who who was black and woke, you know that on the wake up stuff. Oh, that's hate group. Like, wow, you just lumped all of us together. 
And just because I'm conscious and I'm trying to learn and this, I'm, I'm, I'm a hate group, I'm an extremist. Um, and, you know, they're very brazen with it. So I think the reality is we know who the who is. They're in our faces. They've come on record. They own all the businesses. They own all the media giant corporations. They have all, all the laws protect them. You're like, dang, they got another, you know. Um, so, you know, we we see these these groups and we see what they do and we see what they're doing. Um, you know, they 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 mock us in their movies. We're the first ones to die. You know, they put these images on Maury and you know, they paint our people to be a certain, oh, you got your you, your women uh on Maury don't know who the daddy is, and all of your men are in jail. I, I get it. You're what you watch a lot of TV. That's the public uh, uh, image that they've put out there about us. You know, we know who they are. They are the rich, the powerful, the 1%, the 13 families. Some people call them the Illuminati. Some people call them reptilians. Some people uh, call them a race of people. Um, you know, speaking of New York, I I, um, I be doing events in New York and I know I be, I be going through their communities out in Crown Heights and I'd be like, what? you know, if I go in their community, uh, I, I, they got they ish on lock. Um, you know, so and 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 for me, I'm not out here hating on nobody. You know, and and, and just like I was saying with Crumb TV, if, if if I if I encounter a negative experience, I'm not going to use that. As an, as, as an opportunity to belly ache, I'm gonna use that as an example. You know, versus us crying about who's doing what, let's even the odds, let's step our game up. I just came back from New Jersey and I did a uh, United National Roundtable discussion and it was a little bit less than a hundred people in the building. And I, uh, I had a panel. The panel was the Hebrew Israelites, the Christians, the Moors, 5% nation, all on the panel together. And this was the catcher. This was the kicker. Nobody was disagreeing with each other. And I asked the listening audience, the viewing audience at that time, because it was a little bit less than 100 people in the room. And I said, by show of hands, who has ever seen our people with so many distinct thought, school of, schools of thoughts or belief systems come together in agreement? Only one person raised their hand. And it spoke volumes to say, hey, we've got to come together. We've got to put our proverbial gang flags down because, you know, we bang in every way possible. Oh, I bang Christian. I bang Hebrew Israelite. I bang more science. I bang feminine, f f feminism. Or, you know, this is my gang. And I, I put this before uniting as a people. When we see these other communities, they bang with their people. You know, uh, Giuliani brought brought New York, Little Italy. He banged for his people, uh, and that's how we should bang. We, you know, um, so I think we we know what it is, um, but I think a lot of times we just want to save face, and it's hard to admit that you know we are a uh, subjected and oppressed people. Even at this point now, a lot of us flaunt freedom and these ideas uh 
and it's hard for us to cope and just even discuss these things. How do we tell our children, hey, we are a uh, defeated people? The reason you see these things and these things to operate the way they do is because we are the weakest people out of the community and anybody can do anything to us. Our daughters lead in rape. Our our men, 85% of the homeless population is black men. New York, Atlanta, Chicago, I don't care where you go, that's, that's the demographic. I think way more than 50% of all kidnaps are black. And it's, it's usually our women and our children. You know, uh, the sick people, um, most of, of your diabetics, most of your, you know, so on and so forth. So, you know, it's really hard for us to talk about and deal with. Um, you know, have, did you see the doll test? The one where they have to pick which is the prettier doll? Yeah. To know that our children are growing up with that mindset is heartbreaking. I watched it and at the end, because they was asking these children some salacious questions. They said, which one is the ugly doll? The little girl said, that doll. Then at the end, he said, which doll look like you? Long, awkward, uncomfortable pause from the little girl, as you can see her calculating in her face. She says, like me? Question mark, question mark, question mark. And just got a sad, and she never answered the question, but we know what she's thinking. She resonates with the ugly doll. She resonates with the bad doll. This is like an age four, five. I don't think maybe the, the oldest could have been six. No seven-year-olds involved. We know our, our children know, you know, and it's, it, it's hard for us as people like, oh, what's the problem? Shit, fucking the babies know what the problem is. We all know what the problem is. We are an oppressed, subjective people. We are at the bottom of society. Uh, you know, we are the, we are the least organized, you know, um, and this is our reality. You know, we, we've been waved these little trinkets of success. Hey, Oprah did it. Jordan, if Jordan did, uh, okay, I, I get it. One in a million chances. I'm not, you know, black people love the lottery. Oprah did it. I'm going to go play the lottery. I can hit a million. I'm going to be Oprah. Just play these numbers, baby. <laughs> I, I, I get it, grandma. Somebody hits the lottery. However, that shouldn't be your motivation. Michael Jordan got to be Michael Jordan, but that's the lottery. That shouldn't be your motivation. That your one in a million chances shouldn't be your focus. Your focus should be work hard, stick with the, you know, the foundation, get an education, go get your job, go through the grind, pay your dues. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it like LeBron James. Yeah, it can be done. That's possibility. Is anything possible? Sure, asshole. Anything's possible. You can win the lottery tomorrow. Probability. What's the probability that you're going to be the next LeBron James? Right. One in a million cabillion. If you want to go that route where you play the one in a million cabillion probability, then sure, you, you might get lucky. But the reality is, you know, 60 years old and you still trying to be a rapper? Bruh. <laughs> So-and-so just got signed. Yeah, but yo, you and I, 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 I know you see these 40-year-old dudes still trying to be rappers. Is it possible? Yes. Is it probable? What's the probability? Young, young, young little. That's his rap name. 
Right. Okay, young little, but listen, you 45. <laughs> I don't know, sis. What are you listen, doing? listen. It's it's okay. Uh, you said uh, you said so much, and there was so much I wanted to say to you, which is you said out of respect for the platform. This is uncensored free speech. Uh, we didn't we didn't go get our own service because we want people to come over. Yeah, I do know that it comes with fucked up shit. Like you might not be able to get in the app store. You might not be able to use PayPal no more. Oh, I've done my research. Y'all think that y'all think I'll, you think I'm just a girl. I've got the double handicap. I've got vagina and melanin. They think I'm, but it's okay. And guess what? You know how that ADL got started? Because of Leo Frank. Leo Frank is a Jewish businessman who moved to Atlanta to manage his family's pencil factory, was convicted of rape and murder of a 13-year-old female employee. Stop it! Following a trial that was defined by anti-Semitism. Now, I did a fucking show on this, actually, and I talked about it, and yeah, I was the only person in the room talking about it because, you know, some people are not comfortable. They blamed a black man. They blamed they had that black man in prison, but it was not the janitor or whatever the fuck he was. It was not him. And then when they found out that, when they realized, when the town of fucking white people realized that it was this man, well, I tell you, they made sure he went to trial. But then they got so upset because the trial was taking long. Why was the trial taking long? Because people know people and then this and that, and we're going to prolong it until they forget it. They went in, I'll say exactly how they had it here. They basically, dragged Frank from his prison cell and lynched him. See, that's the only time the good old clan boys, you know, you know how they do. And then um, it was not until decades later, the ADLs urging the state of Georgia issued Frank a posthumous pardon. Really? Let me tell you something. And I'm going to give it a fuck with you. It doesn't matter if you are Jewish, if you're Puerto Rican, if you're Chinese, if you're Arab, if you're like my people. I don't care if you're Caribbean, you're Black, you're African, whatever, because they like to divide and conquer us. Fucking pedophiles are disgusting. And anyone, I don't give a fuck what you are, your religion. You could be mad at me. You should not be some grown-ass man fucking a child, raping a child. And yes, they say death to pedophilias. I say no. No, you don't kill them, right? What you do is you put someone in a tank with their piss and their feces. I'm not wasting food because, you know, we can eat all types of shit. We do it now with the shit that's on the shelves, right? Clone meat, all that shit. You feed him his fucking sludge until he can't take it no more. And when he's saying... Please let me die. You let him live a little bit longer. And when he's saying, okay, I want to live, that's when you take his life because now you've healed. Because I always say, serial killers are not born. They're made. Do you think Nat Turner would be Nat Turner if he stopped at one? Mm. Oh, please. Right, Y'all right. better get it together. Get it together. It's not even about going after certain races. I think it's, I think, well, here's the thing. My conspiracy theory, it goes a little bit uh, more out there into the ethers. I, I also don't think space is up. I think space is down. Did you ever see the lake 
in the ocean. Man finds the lake in the ocean. When you go into the ocean, you find a lake and you try to go into it. And basically you bounce off like jello. You can't go in. Well, that man, after discovering it, dies three days later. They killed him. Space is not, everything we've learned is upside down. It's backwards. I don't, you know how they say there's no, uh, there's a heaven and there's a hell. I feel like this is hell. I feel like we're living in hell now. Everything is just so twisted. And you know who the problem it is? That that little girl thought that that doll was ugly. Her fucking parents, her family. I can't blame that on TV. Maybe we shouldn't stick the fucking kid in front of the fucking TV. Maybe we should stick him down and have a conversation at lunchtime, right? Maybe we should, shouldn't be so quick to push him out into daycare. Maybe we should go, hey, I'm going to teach him how to read and write. I'm going to teach him how to do stuff. Actually, I have to work. I'm going to put him in school. But when they come home from school, I'm going to ask them about school. I'm going to ask them what did they learn. And I'm going to tell them what was wrong. And then I'm going to say, well, that was the answer for the test. But let me give you the right answer. Because that's what I tell my children. What, did, well, I, I mean, just to clarify, you know that was a case study, right? Which one? With the um, Brown versus Board of Education, Topeka, Kansas, 1954, Thurgood Marshall uh, with Dr. Dag, the girl had an old school name too. It was two doctors, husband and wife. They did, they, they were the one who did the doll test and it was a case study. They did a bunch of children and damn near every single black child failed the doll test. So much so that they did the doll test case study. They never did it with just one child. They did it with like maybe 20, 30, 40, 50. And um, they said all the children failed, which uh, even today, our children now, if they take the doll test right now, all of them are going to fail. You know, so I don't, I don't, I, you know, and, and in addition to that, so they took the doll test a step further and they gave it to white children. Guess what the result was? Give it to me. They all passed. You know, so I don't want to say, hey, it's 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 not no, it's it's just our children. You know, uh, we we are going up with a healthy reality of knowing that we are the submissive, suppressed, and underling race. Black is ugly, white is beautiful. Go get you a white man. Go get you a white woman. White is bright. White is right. Uh, black is bad. So on and so forth. That's a very clear narrative here in America, so much so that uh, uh, for the most part, let's say 90% and 95% of our children get the message, um, you know, and I think it's, it's, it's at this point, it's painfully obvious, you know, um, to, to call a black woman, um, there was a song that came out called Trap Queen. Nobody, if you close your eyes and say Trap Queen, you did not think of an Asian girl. Come on. You know who who the trap queen was from the doll test. We'll we'll pass it. Okay, here. Which one is the trap queen? The black little white doll or the black doll? The, 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 black, the black doll, the trap queen. Yeah, go ask your baby. Um, what's another one? <laughs> the name you're looking for is it's Mammy and Kenneth Clark. Oh, Mamie Clark and Kenneth Clark. Okay, fucked up her name. My bad. No, no, you're good, you're good, you're good. Yes, 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 yes. You're, you're right and exact. S salute for that. You know, um, as you can see, uh, and I, my name is Crumb, but I go by the, the moniker Master Student. And 
I want to give you your flowers because I can see obviously clearly you're a master student. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Um, even with you saying that, like we would fail. I, I just feel it starts at home. I think we, I was indoctrinated. How did I get here? How do you think I got here? You don't think I went to school too? And I learned the same shit everybody else learned. I just look at, I look at things different because maybe it's the way I was brought up. And yes, my grandmother did teach. She did teach me about being white and right. But she said when she came to America, that was a culture shock to her, right? My people's are Caribbean because where she came from, it was about classism, right? So you either had it or you, you didn't. You get to pay for your child to get education, or you can't. Here, it didn't matter how much you had. You could have, you could have been the fucking queen, king and queen of Zamunda, and you come to America, and they telling you got to ride the fucking back of the bus. Are you serious? Do you know what, what blood runs through my fucking veins? And I think for me, it's like I don't understand this. This. Uh, I just feel like certain things we can't we can't put it off. I think it starts with us. I'm gonna be honest, it's gonna sound coonish or whatever, but God damn it, you are supposed to tell your daughter every day how beautiful she is. Baby, look at your skin. Do you get what I'm saying? Baby, do you know the people you come from? Because that's what I heard. Let me tell you a story about this. Let me tell you a story about your aunt. Let me tell you a story about, about a past ancestor. We're not doing that. Well, I am. We're not doing that anymore. I know people, I've asked them, hey, what was your, your grandmother like? I don't know who that is. Okay. What about your grandfather? I don't know. What about you? I don't know my dad. Okay. How about, do you get what I'm saying? Literally, there's no point where they could start because they don't even know where that they, where they're coming from. I could go to a family member and say to them, Hey, what, you know, all right, we're here, right? When the Caribbeans, wait, where do you think we came from? Like what tribe? Like if I had to like, and then someone going, yeah, your cousin went down there and did some research. We from the Ibu tribe. What? Where's that? Okay. Let me go look that up. Let me see if there's any similarities to the way I am now. But a lot of people don't have that. And I, I'm not even trying to be funny. I get a lot of, and sometimes it hurts me because we're so divided that if someone is American, like an American black, and I'm listening to them, they say a lot of shit. <laughs> they say a lot of hurtful shit, but it doesn't bother me. You know why? Because if there was a ship, let's say there was a ship, right? Let's say wink, wink, right? Because there's a whole theory on that. Let's say, even though we were here, Pangea, okay? Because my daddy told me that too, right? So if there was a ship, your people's let them drop you off and nobody came to save you. I understand why you fucking piss. But that just means you got to get, get back. You got to figure the shit out. You cannot go generation after fucking generation and not doing shit about it. Not everybody could fucking play ball. Not everybody could fucking rap. Not everybody could fucking dance. You don't want to see me dance. I got two left motherfucking feet. One word. I got two speeds. Two with two speeds. Two with that's it. 
and we're all mixed up. We all have some DNA from somewhere, right? Henceforth, you have the Black Irish, right? I, I, you know, the Irish didn't become Caucasian because the Europeans didn't even want them at first, right? So it's shit like that. So when people think, when people think um, all black folks need to get, get together, all skin folk ain't kin folk. You just be on some other shit. The person that you think is going to help you is not going to help you. They're going to hurt you. A lot of times within ourselves, you said we need to get together. How are we going to get together when we backbiting? Someone can help you and then that person will turn around and say, fuck her. Oh, I've heard that. And it didn't matter how much I poured into them, what I gave to them. Fuck her, which is really fucked up because I've got a long memory. A bitch, an elephant, a bitch, a whole elephant right here. But that's okay. Am I going to go out my way to hurt them? Absolutely not because that's my brother. My brother's keeper, right? I'm my brother's keeper. But I'm also aware that the damage that has been done to us over so long, so long. But it is what it is. I digress. Yeah, uh, there was one point that uh, you had made I wanted to go into in terms of pop culture, what's going on these days. You know, you said there was a, a double whammy against uh, against women now uh, the, about being black and being a woman. Um, I was talking to the family about the uh, the disadvantage of being a woman, supposedly, um, we were talking about because uh, somebody was like, "Oh yeah, so and so, the woman hater." I was like, "Woman hater? Wow, that's that's pretty extreme." Because uh, when when we look at these advantages, we're going to see where women are more privileged than men are. Case in point, this week in the news, we've seen where. Kanye, who we already know is like a billionaire or something, uh, but he's like up there, one of the most, you know, that's probably the one of the highest levels that one of our people could aspire to, you know, especially within the uh, the cliche, I want to be a rapper thing. Not, not saying anything's wrong with that. Apparently something works with it because Kanye's the richest person or whatever it is, whatever it is he's a billionaire. And he came off of rapping. So I, I, I think that plays into the why people would be motivated. I get it. Uh, unfortunately, even at that level, you get married to a woman. You take care of the children. You do right by her. You still got to go on uh, social media to fight to see your baby. You know, uh, there, there, there are no ramifications for uh, her unjustly keeping you away from your child it happens and 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 only when it happens at such a high level do we even acknowledge it um and there was no wave saying hey why are these women keeping men away from their children uh because at one point in time it was like well why don't you if you love them you'll fight for them well, why do i have to fight if it's, if it's mine like why can't i just be a father why is this like a uh a, a diet the atkins challenge the, the the dad challenge you gotta fight if you wanna wow why you know but nonetheless so um on the opposite side uh we know that kanye has 
really been competing or he's just been in the news side by side with heartbreak Drake. And we know Drake has presented himself as a ladies man. He's all about the, with the women. Um, he made that one song that was really anti-man with Lauren Hill. Uh, care for me, care for me. Why don't you care for me there for me? There. And uh, 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 Go ahead on, girl. Get your throw along. You've been working all week. Get your roll on. Uh, da, 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 da. You don't need a man. And everybody was, was big. Oh, Drake. You know, and Drake was really pro-woman. So uh, just in the news recently, uh, it came out of how Drake gets his women. So Drake will get this one guy and the guy will go through the city that Drake's is in tour with and he'll find the, I don't know, I'm just throwing a number out, 10, 20 prettiest women and he'll interview them or have Drake interview them or there's some intricate process and Drake picks the prettiest one. Uh, and, 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 and they have to go through this long thing. She has to sign a consent form. She got to do an NDA, uh, you know, just some elaborate whatever that some lawyers put together to, to protect Drake. And even at the level of Drake and you've got a Jewish lawyer backing you, oh, girl is still going to try to steal your sperm. Now, um, the argument from, I guess, the feminists or women or whoever was, well, you know, because the story came out because he put hot sauce in a condom. He kind of planted the condom in the trash. Now, this is the thing. He figured she would go digging through the trash, make a spectacle of it. Um, and that was wrong. But that's the after thing. The first and foremost thing we got to deal with is, hey, if you're a successful man, you have to be careful of these women who will be who, 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 who will be a predator on you and uh, steal your baby batter in efforts to rob you financially. So, you know, we've got two different facets. And, you know, this is not illegal. If she steals, let's say there was no hot sauce. Let's just, you know, humor, humor the situation. There's no hot sauce. She just successfully steals his sperm because he's just a, a, a idiot and he's pro-woman that, he, oh, women's not going to, you know, whatever. And uh, uh, she steals the sperm. She goes to court. She, He's a deadbeat dad. Take care of the. Now we know how she got pregnant. He's she. Hey, I I tried to wrap. How did she get pregnant? I don't understand. He didn't know she stole the sperm. You know he was an idiot. Whatever the case may be, she took advantage of him. She got a million dollars. She went to court. She cried. Boom, boom, boom. You get a lot of money. Uh, it's not a unknown phenomenon. You know, nobody, I've never heard that. Well, if you never heard that, you've been living under a rock. But the, the reality is, be that as it may, we know it's criminal. We know it's criminal intent. We know it, 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 it not only hurts the man, it hurts the child. Be that as it may, there are no laws against this. She can do that, and it's perfectly legal. Uh, in, in, in the case of Kanye, she can hold your child against you. We know that you're financially successful. We know that you're taking care of the child. We know you want to be in the child's life. She can take the child away from you. And it's perfectly legal. Uh, and I was talking to somebody. I said, wow. So when I point out as a men's advocate or at least a legal advocate to say, hey, there's something criminal going on exclusively by a demographic that we have pandered to. 
women can do no wrong and this and this and that. And, oh, women, they've got such a, a plight and we've got a, you know, it's like, I'm not saying, hey, don't take care of the women, but we've done that to a point where they can act criminally. And as a, as a nation, we give them a pass. Now it's happening and it's been happening and it's getting uh, atrocious and egregious, but we don't want to, well, for me, the only time somebody will listen and accept it as anything other than hating on women is when it happens to Kanye and Drake. Oh, well, I'll, I'll consider the argument because I love Drake and I follow Kanye. But other than that, oh, you're a women hater. What? What? Well, what about when it happened to Drake? Oh, it happened to Drake? Oh, let's talk about it. <laughs> now, now let me be let me be honest with you that I I have thought of the theory of you know people saying that you know women right because I'm a woman right um I love my dad I'm a daddy's girl so guess what whether a man is a millionaire or he just makes $50 a week. Fucking men are great. Understand that feminists hate their daddies. Didn't know their dads. Don't know the first thing about men. Will never know nothing about men. You can't, you can't ever explain something to them that they don't understand. They haven't learned it. They don't love it. They don't respect it. So of course, take him through, drag him through the courts. He makes, he makes what, $500 a week? $1,000 a week? Take motherfucking 75% of his check. Fuck how he lives. Because he didn't want to be with me or he didn't want to marry me. It's all emotionally based. Because someone did not like their daddy or somebody's daddy wasn't around. This feminism is basically daddy issues all fucking day long. Because I love my daddy. Do you get what I'm saying? So here's, the, here's when the laws will change. Remember how we just finished talking about 64, 229,000 genders? When that fucking woman decides to be a, ah, fuck it up, she decides to be a trans man and now she can create babies and now some chick takes her for a ride, that's when men will see what it is. Because I think it'll take one of those chicks that are like, I'm a man, because I'm a man, even though I have estrogen all through me, right? For her to get dragged through court by another woman, they'll change the fucking laws. It'll be fucking high criminal. It'll be high. They'll be hanging everybody on fucking noon down, lynching everybody. Mark my words for it. Let them go the way they're going because actually this is a hamster on a wheel. He ain't going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere. Watch how now there will be more respect for men. You want to be a man? Go ahead, bitch. Build a fucking house. I ain't fucking doing it, okay? I'm all woman. I ain't, there's certain shit I don't do. I don't take out the motherfucking trash. I don't shovel snow. I know that shit sounds fucked up, but I promise you, when you're finished digging that car out for me, I got a nice hot cup of tea for you. I will cut your fucking food up. I will feed it to you like a fucking two-year-old. I know my fucking place, <laughs> but that's me. <clears throat> The man is the only person in the world who is not loved unconditionally. In order for him to be loved, he has to provide. The woman is loved unconditionally whether she provides or not. The babies are loved unconditionally whether they provide or not. Hell, at this point, the dog is loved unconditionally whether he provides or not. But the only way that we're going to love a man is, is, is under the condition that he provides 
as men, I think, you know, the, 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 the things that we speak about, absolutely. But the elephant in the room is that, you know, uh, there is no woman's plight at this point. The, the plight is for the men. We've got the shittiest uh, end of the stick. During divorce, who typically gets the alimony? During divorce, who typically gets the children? During divorce and, and separation, who typically gets stuck with? 85% of all child support is paid by men. And talk about taking out the trash. Uh, I think it's like 99% of all trash people are men. So when we say uh, things like, you know, just different things, it really takes away from the plight that there is no woman's struggle, not anymore. Uh, and, 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 and the woman's struggle has been uh, so cushy that it has become criminal against men. And uh, it's the best kept secret. Nobody's speaking about it. And if we do speak about it, uh, it's going to be in a negative way against men. I, I get that all day. It is. I love being a woman. Oh, God. I told you I got the double handicap, but I love being a woman. It's nothing for me to say, hey, excuse me, ma'am, can I borrow your husband? I just need to put something in my car. I've done that. But I'm a little bit like, whatever. <laughs> I'm a little bougie at times, but that's me. I respect men on a certain level because I respect my dad. I've seen my dad go through things. My dad hasn't always been perfect, but I've sat and had conversations. So it's the psychology of just understanding a man. I can never be a man. I could never be a daddy. I could, it's just certain things that I just grew up knowing that a lot of people don't know from, you get what I'm saying? So the world is not going to change unless we change or we take the time. You have daughters, Crum? Well, yeah, I, I, I. I have a daughter, but you know, what I was saying is, you know, being a woman's not a handicap. Remember, 85% of the homeless community is men. We're not gonna let our women fall. You know, they're not gonna let you fall. Oh, I, I, I have I've met chicks that was homeless and I said, What a waste of pussy. You right. gotta be fucking kidding me. Hell to the no, no, no. Yeah, you know, there's 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 gonna be a Michael Jordan. You know, we're, we're going to have an exception that, you know, there, there will be uh, a certain small, minuscule percent of the population, but 15% uh, is negligible. Um, so, you know, we, we, uh, we don't acknowledge it's a handicap to be a man. All, all of the world's most dangerous jobs are all worked by men. I think all of the dangerous jobs, like I'm a one percent female, like you don't gotta go, you don't gotta worry about going to war. You don't gotta worry about being a trash man, you don't gotta worry about doing construction, you don't gotta worry about doing no job that risks your life. You know, being a woman's not a handicap, it's a privilege. It's basically when you think of because there's two folds to this, right? The men are treated like they're nothing. When in actuality, if you were to really sit and write a really good book, and I'm throwing this idea out there, and you thought about every invention that was ever invented, it was by black men. And then you occasionally with black women, right? So you know the little gifs, the little memes, memes that people like? 
that's a black woman made that. You know, heart surgery, that's a black man. That's fucking red and green light outside that you stop, that your car stops at. It's a black man. The elevator, next time your fat ass doesn't want to take the fucking stairs, a black man. The roller coaster, when you want to take the kids down the street. And for you hilly billies that like to drink a lot, fucking keg beer. You want some potato chips? A black man. I mean, I can't even stop. I, you know, it's just so much that we've done. Take that theory. Take everything that you know that black men have created and invented and not making a fucking dime with it anymore because now Jack Daniels' estate that was created by a black slave is a bunch of white folks wearing fur coats and pearls. But needless to say, that's what we need to do. We need to put it like, okay, people don't read, we're gonna turn into an audiobook. And then make people understand Maybe we really shouldn't be so shitty to black men because they're going to be the ones when it's the apocalypse fucking fashioning some shit together to get us away from the motherfucking lions, tigers, and bear. Oh my. Do you get what I'm saying? It's not going to be, it's not going to be her. Every once in a while, it'll be a woman that's like whatever, but it's really, you know, they say the black woman is God. The black man is God, right? We all have God in us. I think just some of us more than others. Yeah. Amen. Amen to that. Amen to that. Uh, that was something that I had, uh, you know, just the, the whole thing with the Kanye and Drake thing. Like, yeah, let me just kind of go with that one as in terms of an angle. But there's just been so much going on. Uh, you know, it's just so fun to to talk about and explore these topics and ideas and just the, the, the whole thing, you know, and, and, and again, I, 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 being in New Jersey uh, around all of the family, I, I, within the conversation, we were talking about the food shortage, you know, and how we need to come together. The price of meat has gone up 20 percent. They tried to put a virus out. And, and this is allegedly we uh, as a people had the highest herd immunity. You're listening to On The Wake Up Radio. Our guest is Crumb Snatcher. Sign up for otwtube.com. And uh, thank you, Crumb. Shout out On The Wake Up Radio. Put some respect on the name. You already know what it is. It is I, your humble brother, Crumb, the master student with my sis, mother, matriarch, woman crush Wednesday, Cindy Ashby. That's right, family. But yeah, uh, the, highest, the highest demographic of patients was the Latino community put some respect on their name and the lowest demographic was the melanated so-called black community. And, uh, I was amazed to see that the numbers had worked out like that based off having these big spikes. And, um, the COVID thing is, is, uh, the covert thing is crazy, uh, as well. Um, you know, we saw in, in 2021, where it tr they tried to take us out and it didn't necessarily work. Well, this new Omicron strand isn't going to be geared toward people. It's going to be geared toward domesticated animals. Um, I wish I had my notes on me. I would love to share it with you, but I have a lot of it memorized. A lot of the food, uh, the bird flu is coming back. They, they're just now downgrading covert to uh, flu Rona. I'm not making this up, sis. No, no. They've downgraded it and they're calling it flu Rona. Oh, 
Baby, I seen that. The first thing came to my mind was that 80 song, My Florona. Bum, 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 How did I not think? I am so mad at myself. How did I not think? Oh my God. I Okay, you tapped in. You, you connecting the dots. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to say that this flu, which we knew it was a flu all along, this flu is going to go to the animals and it's going to be bird flu and it's starting out in Europe. And um, right now uh, it's called calling C U L L I N G or to call C U L L. That's where you have to uh, kill the livestock due to something unforeseen. Uh, so now they had to, uh, Israel had to call um, like 80,000 chickens. Bulgaria had to call, you know, just these really big numbers, 50,000, Italy, you know, Ireland, so on and so forth. And the deficit of chickens uh, or the spread of the flu, the bird flu out in um, Europe got so bad, it got to the wildlife. And this is what they're saying. I'm not saying this is really true, family. This is just what they're saying. I'm just reporting. You decide for yourself. I don't believe it, but. I don't, my opinion means nothing. It's up to you to decide what you think. But they said uh, it got to the birds and the mi migratory birds migrated nowhere else except for America. Because remember, Africa is, is fine. Africa's doing just fine right now. Be that as it may. These birds migrated to America and they, uh, they've infected 16 states in America with bird flu. And the, uh, because we're, we're about to have a food shortage, but it's going to be just meat. So if you're a vegan, you're fine. Uh, there's a lot of processed BS, but anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. So now, um, there's a shortage on, on, on chickens here in America. And, uh, a lot of the businesses already know it because they're seeing the wholesale prices go up and Wingstop is one of the most popular ones. Now, if I just say these things, it's not cool. It's not trendy. Well, uh, Wingstop is kind of popular because from what I understand, it's owned by rapper Rick Ross. Mm. So now the average Tom, Dick and Harry who don't know the CEO or the owner of random businesses are gonna be more so tapped in because their favorite rapper owns the shop. So now Wingstop cause, uh, is gonna have to change their name. They're all, they've already changed their name. Wingstop is no longer Wingstop, it's called Thighstop. Remember, K the same thing happened with KFC. They had to stop calling themselves Kentucky Fried Chicken because there, there was a law back in the day. And um, I was trying to tell the family, there's a law back in the day. You have to list the main ingredient. So back in the day, they were calling it uh, Fruit Loops, F-R-U-I-T. Go look at the box now. It's F-R-O-O-T. Mm. You know why? Because it's not fruit. <laughs> it's not fruit. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting we, we got people on podcasts. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> sorry. Helen Keller over here. My bad. Yeah, it's, it's not fruit. fruit. Helen Keller. <laughs> but, but exactly. You can't say fruit and it's not fruit. So now um, back in the day, it was fruit juice. But guess what the fruit juice? <laughs> they had to change the name. That's fruit drink. I think uh, Dave Chappelle made a joke about it. He said the purple stuff, you know, mm -hmm. uh, it was a Sunny D commercial and, and, and the black kid wanted the purple stuff. He wasn't, it wasn't orange. It wasn't grape juice. It was purple. I want the purple stuff. Uh, 
but by law they could they, they couldn't say grape juice anymore because grape juice was not the main ingredient so now um kfc had to change their name to kentucky fried from kentucky fried chicken because uh the main ingredient was no longer uh chicken that's why uh who's serving chicken now one of these off the wall restaurants violating taco bell or something who is it i don't know man taco bell ain't even got no beef when you go to taco bell my daughter went to taco bell she said they told her there's no meat. Would you just like the taco? I said, what the mother, what they told you? Taco Bell Ben stopped serving meat a, a while back. Taco, I, rem I remember one time I had a good experience at, at Taco Bell and I called the 1-800 number to give a good thing. Like, hey, they're doing great at this particular Taco Bell. Give, give the manager a raise, whatever. I called in. They said, uh, why are you calling in? If you're, press one. The first option, press one if you're calling in about salmonella. <laughs> God damn, press one? Like, that's the first option? Like, that should be nine. That should be option nine. So I'm like, uh, you know, so they, Taco Bell Ben had a bad uh, meat problem. Remember, the meat got, got all types of ish in it. Taco Bell was serving uh, 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 smeat. That was mystery meat. That was some powder. You put water in it. You like that's man, I don't want no daggone meat. Yes, the fact that McDonald's burger has Play-Doh in it. The pink stuff. The pink stuff. The stuff you played with when you were a kid with your little Fisher Price shit and you made the little patties and you had a little green. And you it's the same shit you eating at McDonald's. Turns out that shit is delicious. <laughs> It's fucking, it was fucking fabulous when I was a kid. I ain't even gonna hold you. <laughs> Put that bitch some fries and a little like McFlurry. <laughs> $6.99. It's not until you had fry boards and you couldn't get pregnant and all types of fucked up shit. You was like, I should, maybe I shouldn't have went to McDonald's so much. Maybe. <laughs> right. You're absolutely right. You're so funny. <laughs> but no. here's the thing. How they got the birds coming here when the birds can't leave here because of the fucking 5G and we're not on 5G, we on 6G because I'm just saying, I learned we was on 6G in 2019 when I went to, where was I? In Houston, Texas. And someone had asked the guy on the tower, oh man, what are you doing? Why are you putting a 5G? And the man was like, what's your fucking problem? He said, what you're doing is wrong. It's a disservice. And he said, brother, I don't know what you're talking about. This is 6G. Ooh. That was in 2019. So the fact that people think that whatever is happening, we probably at seven. It's all frequencies and megahertz. And guess what? You know how many birds I had flying to my window? Have you had a bird flying to your window lately? Because baby, I've had a bird flying to my window and die. What movie is that? So many fucking omen movies, right? Right. How are birds? They can't even go to the south. They don't know where to go. Everything is sonar. They don't see like us. I oh, I see what you're saying now. The whole the, the the internal GPS is all jammed up. Look at the fish plopping up, plop 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 plop, coming up to the shore, dead. Right. There's a food shortage now. These niggas is dying because we fucking up. Well, not we. They they fucking up, but they know what they're doing. You know why? You know why they don't care about the food? Because they don't eat food. They eat humans. Oh, you teaching. You you teaching now. Oh my God. Yeah. 
You tapped in. All facts. Let me tell you something. I have had moments where I've wondered why certain things happen. I know my blood type, right? My blood types are like an old positive. I could save eight fucking people right now. Come if on. I go to the hospital, I ain't making it out. Because that's just a yum, yum, yum moment for them. Oh, I see what you... Oh, you hot. Okay. I, I can save every blood type in the world, but if I want to be saved, you got to have my blood type. I right. feel like the motherfucking oracle, okay? So it's just certain things. Once you kind of learn it, you're like, okay, how do I move? Okay, I'm sick. I'm not going to the hospital. I'm about to go to urgent care because I know they just want their little copay. Like, it's just certain ways you got to move. Right, 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 right. Because they'll inject you with something and you'll be fucked up. How many people you seen fucked up? Yeah, someone healthy now is now on a respirator. Well, here's what I want to say. I want to I want to thank you. But here's what I wanted to ask you. One last question, which is, what is the most interesting thing that you ever found out that blew your fucking mind that you told the fans, the audience, the masses, and taught them? Because you taught me a lot of stuff. But what blew your fucking mind? If I had to pick one. I think my favorite one that blows my mind and it usually blows everybody else's mind. And I just recently kind of did it again is we are the reptilians. I think that one really messes with a lot of people. That was probably one of the first ones I did when I came on wake uh, on the wake up radio. That was probably one. I'm like, you know, cause I, you got, you got to put your best foot forward. And I said, yo, I'm going I'm to fuck them up. I'm going to say this and I'm going to say that. And, <laughs> and I, you know, I said, you know, hey, we are the reptilians. And, I, you know, y'all receive me. And, you know, that's why I love the platform. You heard me out. Uh, but I think, you know, I always get a lot of people say, whoa, you know, it's that's one of those things that everybody kind of. I, I usually get them. Here's the thing. All we talked about tonight, it, it's all connected. I'll tell you this, right? Because I don't hide nothing. I say what I want to say. I learned from, hmm, I learned from an elder. I'm not getting people in trouble. I learned from an elder. He knows someone that works at the top of the food chain mm. in uh, the government. And I've told people this story on the, on the fucking phone, but I, I'm going to put it out there. I'll be taking it there. If, if something happens to me, y'all, uh, I'm just throwing it. <laughs> he said, he got a call and they said, do you know that when uh, Bezos and Moss, Elon and them, they were going to space? They weren't going to space. They were going to intergalactic meeting. That's why when he came back, he did the hundred million dollars with Ron Jones. Like that makes, because they don't really understand us. They want earth back. Our government is not run by just humans. It's like the, it's the movie V. Henceforth, that's why they want us to take the vaccine. I know this shit sounds crazy because how do you just show up and say, we're here to take over? What are you gonna do with millions and millions of Nat Turners when you could just make them docile? Which we are kind of docile a, a bit, but not too much because we still get mad if you cut us off in traffic, okay? Oh, so, <laughs> so technically, they just want Earth back. Earth has a lot of portals and things that we don't understand. And I understand why those of us, we all have melanin, right? We all have melanin, right? That's why most of us, 
this group of us that they've separated and said, you're Caribbean, you're American. Oh, you're from Brazil. You're from, nah, do you get what I'm saying? There's something special to be said. There are powers. And when you think about movies like the X-Men, so much in plain sight, there's so much shit that we could fucking do. If you really sat and thought about the shit you missed, how many times you was like, God damn, I could have died. Or how did I miss that traffic accident? Or God damn, I didn't know the gas was leaking in the house. Or I really want people to tap into who they really are. And I know when I say superpowers and all this shit, it sounds like a comic book. But what did you say about image? We are, we're magic. Magic. We're magic. So tell them where to find you. Tell them your social medias and everything. Yes, family. So um, <clears throat> I could give you my YouTube, which is Crumb TV. That's true. I could give you my TikTok, which is uh, Master Student. For whatever reason, they didn't believe my name was Master. Your name can't be master. Give us a no. Why, why can't my name be master? But anyway, master with an A, student with two T's. I could give you that. I could give you my my Facebook. I think I got sixty thousand subscribers. But you know, I don't even really want to be promoting these social media sites anymore. They 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 just like you were saying, independence is everything. They be uh, demonetizing me. They'll put me at the bottom of the uh, news feed you know, uh, kick me off the algorithm, so on and so forth, uh, take my videos down, uh, misinterpret my work. So uh, the honest truth is the main platform that I can be found on is going to be my platform, which is crumbtv.info. Um, you know, they told me I couldn't get .com, I couldn't get .net, I couldn't get .org, all of those other ones. And I'm like, you know, um, it was seren it was by fate. It was like, listen, dot info is available. Like, shoot, that's right up my crumb TV dot information. Yep. Yep. I'm 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 honored. So um I'm a part of the the dot info community, not the dot com, which is commerce dot org, which is an organization. It's just information, crumb TV dot info. Um I want to thank you for having me. Shout out to On The Wake Up Radio. Shout out to Cindy Ashby. Shout out to all the family on your side. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too, darling. Why don't you come sign up for otwtube.com? It's free. I'll do as you say. I'm saying, though, we got, we're, we're, on, we're up to like three, four servers now. Oh, congratulations. I don't know. It's, it's expensive. But... <laughs> It's more people. I'm about to turn into Clubhouse and just close the fucking doors and then people will need the petition to get in. There's nothing sexier than wanting something you can't get into. Come on now. Come on. Exclusive. I'm giving them, I'm let I'm giving people a head start. I'm getting it. They're gonna have to bribe you, Crumb. They're gonna be like, Crumb, can you talk to for me? You'll be like, Well, for the low, low, low of <laughs> I got you. Nonetheless, I thank you. You're listening to our I'm Cindy Ashby. It was great to talk to you. We've never personally done this. I normally kind of let you talk to the other hosts and stuff. Normally we would speak on the phone, but I said, let's wing it. Let's not make it whatever. It's organic. And this is what we do. And I love you, brother. Thank you so much. I love you too. You're welcome. Thank you too.
flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diang. Cindy Ashley. On the wake up. Just get your body to move. Won't stop till we shake the room, yeah. Just get your body to move. Why do I need to? Why do I need to? Let on the wake up play. Won't stop till they hear what we say, yeah. Let on the wake up play. Why do I need to? Why do I need to? Just get your body to move. Won't stop till we shake the room, yeah. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie, they do not fulfill that promise, they never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.